Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Monday the 9th of May 2022. Starting in Europe today. In Ukraine, 60 people are believed to have died after a Russian airstrike hit a school in Luhansk in eastern Ukraine. Ukrainian media has reported that civilians were living in the school. In the southern city of Mariupol, all civilians have now been evacuated from the steel factory, according to Ukrainian officials. There are believed to be around 2,000 Ukrainian soldiers still inside the steel factory, which is completely surrounded by the Russian army and is being bombed every day. The soldiers say that they will not surrender. Ukraine has recaptured territory around the second largest city, Kharkiv. UK military intelligence has said that it will now be harder for the Russian army to bomb the city, where residential buildings have been constantly bombed since the start of the war. In the west, the city of Odessa has been hit by Russian missiles, and Ukraine says that it has sunk a Russian ship. Russia also said that it had sunk a Ukrainian ship. United States First Lady Jill Biden visited Ukraine yesterday, where she met Ukrainian First Lady Olena Zelenska. Members of the Irish rock band U2 also visited Ukraine yesterday, where they played to a small crowd in a bomb shelter in Kiev. In Russia, today is Victory Day, which celebrates the defeat of Nazi Germany in World War II. Russian President Vladimir Putin is expected to say that Russia has had some type of victory in Ukraine. However, most military analysts from around the world say that Putin's plan to invade Ukraine has failed. Yesterday, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz spoke on German television. He said that Ukraine will win over Russia, just as freedom won against the Nazis. In the United Kingdom, Northern Ireland will have an Irish Republican Party as the largest party in its National Assembly for the first time. In 1920, Northern Ireland became the only part of the island of Ireland to stay in the United Kingdom, and the rest of Ireland became a separate country. In elections for Northern Ireland's National Assembly this weekend, Sinn Féin, a party that wants Northern Ireland to become a part of the country of Ireland, won the most votes, although not a majority. Sinn Féin Vice President Michelle O'Neill said that there should now be a debate about the reunification of Ireland. Those of us that are for unification will make that case. I encourage those that actually don't have that perspective at this moment in time to also enter into the conversation. Let's have a healthy debate about what our future looks like, something that's better for each and every one of us. Asia. In Afghanistan, the Taliban has said that all women and girls 
must cover their heads and faces completely in public. This is the most severe restriction the Taliban has placed on women since they took control of Afghanistan last year. The Taliban said that women and their male relatives would be punished if their faces are visible. In Hong Kong, John Lee has been chosen as the next chief executive after being the only person approved by the Chinese government. Lee was security chief during the 2019 pro-democracy protests and supported the 2020 national security law, which was criticised for limiting free speech, media freedom and democracy. He said yesterday that he would protect Hong Kong's sovereignty. Safeguarding our country's sovereignty, national security and development interests, protecting Hong Kong from internal and external threats and ensuring its stability will continue to be of paramount importance. The Philippines is voting for a new president and vice president today. Most opinion polls show Bongbong Marcos winning the presidency. Marcos is the son of former dictator Ferdinand Marcos. Africa In Nigeria, Nigerian Airlines has suspended all of its domestic flights from today because of a rise in fuel prices. The airline said that it could not manage the rising price, which is primarily caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Zimbabwe has ordered all banks to stop lending money. The government said that it was to try to slow inflation. Zimbabwe has one of the highest inflation rates in the world, with almost 100% inflation since this time last year. Americas in Colombia, there have been attacks on police stations and vehicles have been burnt to protest the arrest and extradition of drug lord Otoniel. Dario Usuga, commonly known as Otoniel, was captured in Colombia last year and was sent to the United States last week, where he will go to court for drug trafficking, murder and other crimes. Otoniel's gang, the Gulf Clan, reacted to his extradition this weekend by closing roads in northern Colombia, burning over a hundred vehicles, and forcing many businesses to close. And in the United States, yesterday was Mother's Day. The New York Times collected advice from 3,000 mothers. This included stay hydrated, start fresh every day, and Never try to argue with a two-year-old. That's your world news in seven minutes. A big thank you to Barbara in Germany for becoming our newest supporter. If you enjoy this podcast, then please help to support it at send7.org support. Supporters can read the transcripts every day. I'm Stephen Demincenzi. Tomorrow, you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.